Well, hello. Welcome to yet another video series. This time we take our cameras and look at lifestyle medicine. Well, you may ask, what is lifestyle medicine? Well, the medical profession and the community has long recognized that many disease diseases of our current age are related to our lifestyle. And many doctors have taken a keen interest in this field and they themselves have become practitioners. We have put together a series of presentations by one such lifestyle uh, medicine practitioner, Dr. Peter Tung. Now, Dr. Peter Tung is a retired surgeon with a long interest in promoting healthy living and has conducted many public lectures on health topics. Now, since his retirement, Dr. Peter Tung has completed a course of study from the Australasian Society of Lifestyle Medicine, and he is now a practitioner. So I hope this series of presentation by Dr. Peter Tung will provide you with sufficient, uh, sufficient information to develop, to enhance a healthy lifestyle. I'm here to talk about defeating diabetes today. And so just to start off, I'll share my screen. As most of you know, uh, diabetes is one of the commonest diseases in modern day Australia. And about 5% of the population are diabetic or about 1.2 million people. This is an important disease because some of the complications are very severe. Kidney failure for one and foot gangrene for another. The cost to the health system in Australia of type two diabetes is estimated to be $16.6 billion annually. But the good news is that we believe through lifestyle change, many people can, uh, can have the disease reversed and get back to normal life. Our understanding of type two diabetes has increased a lot in the last few years. And it seems that uh, a poor lifestyle, mainly eating too much sugar and too much fat, has resulted in a condition called insulin resistance. This seems to result in an over accumulation of fat in the liver and, and other areas. Normally, when we eat food, uh, the, the food is broken down into glucose in the bloodstream, and then insulin pushes that excess sugar into the liver cells and fat cells and muscle cells so that the level of sugar in your blood is controlled. But when the liver and the muscle and the fat 
get completely overloaded with, with fat, then no matter how much insulin there is, it can't push the excess glucose into the cells. So that's why the glucose level rises and you get a person with type two diabetes. Now this slide simply shows that in the overfed state, we get these yellow accumulations of fat in the liver, muscle, and in the fat cells, which are normally underneath our skin. Uh, and so you get uh, problems like obesity along with this insulin resistance. You see, normal liver and pancreas uh, are able to handle uh, blood sugar, but when the liver and pancreas are, are, have this accumulation of fat, then there is what we call insulin resistance and therefore type two diabetes. Now we mentioned two of the complications of diabetes, but there are actually very many of them. There's things like vision loss, problems with infections that have slow healing. There is nerve damage causing tingling and numbness in the feet. And there's even a lot of circulation problems so that the blood circulation in the small blood vessels is disturbed and that has severe consequences. Now, most of the risk of developing type two diabetes has to do with people being overweight, but also if they have a family history of type two diabetes and certain ethnic groups are more at risk. So what can we do to reverse or improve diabetes? Actually, there are four main things we can do from a lifestyle point of view. And that is diet, exercise, regular sleep, and stress management. And in fact, through these measures, you reduce insulin resistance, and that will definitely improve your diabetes. It'll prevent it if you don't have it, and it may even reverse it if you do have diabetes. So firstly, let's talk about diet. There are uh, many diets which are effective in treating type two diabetes. Uh, most of them require you to cut out sugar altogether and reduce your fat intake. One, one of the diets could be a vegetarian or vegan diet. In fact, these are found to be superior to conventional diabetic diets for blood sugar control. And it is probably because of their 
these diets being low in saturated fats and high in fiber. A simple way to describe these diets is that they should be a plant-based diet. And they work mainly by helping you to lose weight. And the diet can also have a direct effect on reducing insulin resistance. Diabetes people quite often talk about diet and there are some pitfalls that you need to avoid. One thing is to beware of low fat foods because in fact, they take away the fat, but they add sugar in its place. An important thing is to avoid snacks between meals. If you must snack, you should snack on a handful of nuts a couple of times a day. And the other proviso is that alcohol is something that's full of carbohydrates. So that's not a good choice for diabetics. Now, one important measure is the glycemic index of foods. Now, what this means is that there are different kinds of foods that uh, have an effect on your blood sugar immediately after the meal. Certain foods will produce a very high spike of blood sugar in the first hour after a meal, and that is called a high glycemic index food. But other foods just produce a very gradual rise in your blood sugar, and that's called low GI. Naturally, low GI foods are better for diabetics. Here is a table to show you what foods have high and what foods have low uh, glycemic indexes. As you can see, the glycemic index is a number <coughs> based on giving a score of 100 to a person who eats white bread or sugar. So naturally, if you eat white bread or sugar, then in the first hour after that, your blood sugar jumps up very high. From this chart, you can see that most vegetables have a good low glycemic index. Fruits mostly have a low glycemic index. A couple have high, uh, but they should be avoided. Mainly dairy is okay apart from ice cream. <coughs> and protein foods are generally quite good. Uh, the other foods to avoid are these starchy foods like potatoes, especially baked potatoes and white bread. Now, one of the examples of a food which can be found in two different forms, in, in fact, it's the same food, white rice and brown rice. Now, of course, brown rice has more fiber than white rice. And so uh, it's actually 
better to be eating brown rice because that has a lower glycemic index. And in fact, uh, replacing white rice with, with brown rice can reduce your risk of diabetes if you are, uh, if you are, you are worried about it. Now, probably the worst thing uh, in terms of uh, what you can ingest is sweetened drinks. Because sweetened drinks are practically straight out sugar. And in this study, uh, women who had a habit of drinking a lot of soft drink had the highest risk of developing diabetes. Now, obese people are almost always diabetic. And by obese, I mean people with a body mass index of more than 30. Uh, and in fact, there's been an increase in obesity in the young population. What's interesting is that uh, there's, there's an effect of insulin resistance on the appetite. Uh, normally, there is, uh, there is a response by the brain uh, to reduce the appetite because of insulin being high. But with insulin resistance, this, uh, this response is lost. And so the control of appetite is lost. So you eat more. And that is one of the problems of type 2 diabetes. You have a, you have a huge appetite and, it, and, the thing, and everything gets worse. All right, now we go on to exercise. Physical activity at a moderate level is one of the important recommendations for diabetes. It actually reduces insulin resistance, uh, even if uh, your, the exercise doesn't cause you to lose weight. And of course, if you exercise, your muscle mass increases, and it means you expend more calories even when you're not exercising. So uh, that's, that's a very good, good uh, effect of exercise. Normally, we would recommend uh, 30 minutes of moderate exercise each day. Uh, but if If you can't do, do 150, uh, uh, 30 minutes a day, five days a week, uh, then, then uh, you, can, you can do exercise in short bursts. Your exercise can be broken up and spread throughout the day. Now, I haven't uh, shown you a lot about exercise because later on we will do a lecture on exercise itself and we can go into that in more detail. Uh, 
One of the most important things though is that sitting for long periods is, is a risk factor even if you do exercise. So depending how long you sit, you have an increased mortality rate. Uh, and, and that's uh, something we've only realized quite recently. The best thing you can do if you have a, a desk job and you have to sit for, for long periods is to interrupt the sitting every one to two hours. And if you just interrupt it with only about five minutes of activity, then that reduces the harm of sitting continuously. The third important uh, lifestyle measure we recommend is healthy sleep. Now we've found that if you have disrupted sleep, or if you only sleep a few hours a night, that is actually a risk factor for type two diabetes. People who don't sleep well are more likely to contract diabetes. And so a healthy sleep duration and sleep quality will help to prevent and even reverse diabetes. You know, the other important thing to note is that if you don't sleep for long enough each night, you tend to have a bigger appetite. People who slept less than about, well, four hours or less per night for five nights in a row, ate 300 calories more during the day. And that's due to a certain hormone that, that, uh, that, that lowers your appetite. Now, the, the, the problems of sleep are mainly able to be solved through what we call sleep hygiene. Now, this simply means that you need to have regularity in your sleep and waking times. You need to uh, minimize noise and lights in your sleeping room. And if you have sufficient daytime exposure to sunlight in the morning and late afternoon, then that also helps. And of course, uh, avoid eating late at night and definitely uh, cut out alcohol and coffee during that time as well. It's good to have a routine of going to bed uh, and starting that an hour before. Now, the last point uh, in helping you to prevent or remove or reverse or improve diabetes is to manage stress. Stressful experiences are linked to type two diabetes. And uh, being diabetic itself is stressful, but if you can manage the stress, 
then that can improve your blood sugar level. Most diabetics will have noticed that in times of stress, their blood sugar uh, control is, 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 is much more difficult. And of course, uh, if you are too stressed, then, then it's hard to, to actually make the lifestyle changes you need to overcome the diabetes. Now, there are many, many ways by which you can manage your stress. But interestingly enough, healthy diet and exercise are actually two of them. So when you do uh, adhere to a healthy diet and you exercise regularly, that actually helps to reduce your stress. There are many uh, therapies involving mindfulness and relaxation. Spending regular time in nature is also good. You need to have good social support and uh, spiritual and religious activities are also found to be very beneficial for managing stress. Uh, if you see a, a psychologist, then you may, uh, he may recommend cognitive behavioral therapy, but this is something that you can actually do for yourself. Okay, now just to remind you that uh, I've gone through some of the slides very quickly, but if you, if you want to look at the slides more, uh, uh, more, in more in more depth, you can always come back and watch this uh, video, video recording again. Now, lastly, I want to introduce you to the Australasian Society of Lifestyle Medicine. And perhaps you can see their web address there. If you talk to your GP to have help in lifestyle, uh, in, in, in the lifestyle medicine approach, he or she can probably point you to a lifestyle medicine practitioner through this website. And, and uh, in summary, there's a lot that you can do to prevent, improve, or even reverse diabetes because lifestyle change is possible and lifestyle change is what will bring about uh, and, and we hopefully, well, we hope an end to diabetes. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm.